Welcome back to another edition of the 2020 Radio, hosted by yours truly, John Rowley and Jeremy Whiteford. Where each Wednesday we share a new episode with the simple goal of helping you become the best version of yourself. This week, Jeremy got a chance to sit down with the head coach of the boys lacrosse team for Shawnee Mission East. And this episode is excellent for anybody who's an up-and-coming high school athlete or has a high school athlete. Will shares, uh, you know, his his tips for success for those coming through, you know, freshman, sophomore, junior, and, and even upcoming seniors on what they can do to be successful on the field and specifically what they're doing uh, with the lacrosse team, which we've been lucky enough to train here at 2020 over the last couple of years. Enjoy their conversation and have a great day. All right, guys. So uh, welcome to 2020 Podcast. Uh, it's just myself, Jeremy Whiteford, here today. I'm hanging out with Will Garrett, the uh, the coach of the Shawnee Mission East Lacrosse Boys. Uh, yeah, Shawnee Mission East Lacrosse Boys. Right? Yeah. So glad to be here. Glad to talk about yeah. lacrosse. And uh, I know it's new to Kansas City, but we've been at it for, well, I've been at it for about five years now. So we're going to kind of dive into uh, a little bit more about our program and how 2020 is involved. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so you've been involved with the lacrosse boys for the last five years, right? Uh, Here or yeah. So technical. So I, I graduated college in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came here. I was the assistant for one year, and then the head coaching job opened up, and uh, I just kind of jumped, jumped in. Yeah, jumped after it and said, "Hey, I want this yeah, right yeah. on." So yeah. let's go a little bit. I, w- I kind of want. I want to know more about your background, like where you went to school, like how long have you actually been playing lacrosse. Like, did you always want to be a lacrosse coach or like? Uh, it, it's kind of funny. I, I actually lived um, in Mission Hills and went to Belinder uh, until I finished third grade. And then we moved to Northern Virginia oh, right. uh, outside D.C. for my dad's work. And uh, my dad played lacrosse growing up and playing college. So mm-hmm. we kind of always had sticks in the backyard regardless. And uh, so I, I basically started playing organized lacrosse the minute I went to Virginia and played all through high school, and then I went to Washington and Lee University, which is a, a pretty good lacrosse school. It's Division Three, small school in Virginia. Right on. Um, not completely familiar to everyone in Kansas City, but it's got a decent little following here. All right, right on. So I, I've only been to, you said Virginia. Uh-huh. Right. I've only been to Virginia for the Navy, and I hated Norfolk. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever been to Norfolk, but I definitely did not like that place. Never been to D.C. or anything. Is is lacrosse pretty big over there? Because when I moved to Kansas City, I had, like, basically where I grew up, there was never any lacrosse. Like, there wasn't anything. Uh, so Virginia, or well, I guess, so lacrosse is, you know, generally speaking, it's, it's always been a big sport in Baltimore, Long Island, kind of New England. Um, Northern Virginia, it's it's always been, you know, in close to the cities, it tends to be a lot bigger. So, um, you know, when I got to Northern Virginia, it was pretty close to D.C., and now it's it's pretty much blown up. And, um, and then it, it gets spotty as you get into rural Virginia. But generally speaking, Charlottesville, where UVA is, has pretty good lacrosse. Yeah. Norfolk has pretty good lacrosse. Richmond has pretty good lacrosse. Right. So and anywhere there's a city, it, it, it's pretty good lacrosse out there. Yeah, and it seems like, and like you said, it's starting, is it starting to blow up a little bit more in KC? Uh, yeah, you know, it's, I'd say it's, um, you know, every year, I think, I, I would say five years ago, the youth really started exploding. And I think right now it's, it's plateaued a little bit. We're going through some growing pains, but the, uh, I mean, it's definitely the awareness is growing exponentially. exponentially uh, yeah. I mean, it used to just be rockers. I mean, that was it. Really? Uh, and now, now there's, uh, the last, last few years there's been between 13 and 15 varsity teams, uh, which is good. Good for the city. Yeah. Cause I mean, does, is, does Shawnee Mission East, do they have an actual, it, they don't have an actual lacrosse team. 
or they do. So we're we're not we're a school sponsored club. Oh, we're, right. we're we're not a Keisha sport. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are all Shawnee Mission East kids. So our program is about seventy five, and they're all Shawnee Mission East kids. Uh, if you look at a lot of the other clubs around here, they're kind of mixtures of high schools. So you know the Blue Valley West team might also get those Blue Valley Northwest kids that, that play lacrosse. And, and that's something that's a little bit unique to uh, some of the public schools around here is, is being exclusive to your school, which is, it's kind of fun. Like, I, I really like that about Shawnee Mission East. You know, everyone putting on that jersey is really yeah. representing the school and not playing for someone else. Yeah, it probably builds a lot more, um, the word that comes to mind is credibility, but that's not what. But it's like, more like... Um you just you're just you're playing for your school. Like it builds more desire to yeah, play for yeah. your school. Yeah, and I think school. there are there are kids for other programs who put on you know another school's jersey and, and they don't feel quite as as committed uh, to the the culture and the traditions that that might be there. Yeah. So let's let's walk through the season because I know you guys ended up winning right in the end. Yeah. Right. And then let's let's walk. Did you did you come into the season being like, oh yeah, we're going to win the end, or is it like, all right, we got some work to do because you lost some lost some seniors from the previous year. Like, I know Milton was – everybody always talks about Milton. He's a big old, just big dude. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we we returned a, a lot of good offensive players So mm-hmm. we, we were and defensive players. I mean, I think, you know, uh, we really thought this was kind of, you know, definitely our year to, to screw up. Um, and I think, you know, we had one of the best players ever coming through our program who's – I mean, Griffin's going to Marquette, and he was a senior. And so we felt pretty good about all that. Um, but we did lose some really serious athletes, yeah. Uh, and so that was a little bit of a concern. And then our our faceoff guy, if you don't know what faceoffs are, it's kind of in the beginning. There's like a little like rugby wrestling brawl between two people, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's it, it allows you. It's like basketball. If if the if you had a jump ball after every basket, that's what what it is to lacrosse. So oh, right. so you have the ability to score go back get the ball back again and score, score again, again without giving the ball back to the other team so so our our face-off guy got hurt uh probably the first game of the season he he blew out his knee so there there were definitely some holes in the in the middle of the field that we were a little worried about but uh you know we got some some like smaller kind of athletic finesse guys coming in mm-hmm. uh it just gave us a different look it wasn't a bad thing or necessarily a better thing but it was a different look and we made it work yeah I know there's a few times, so it was interesting to watch them. So from the outside perspective, like watching them come in, because they, they come in and they train here. Um, during the season, it's only once a week, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then right now in the off season, they're doing three days a week. But it was interesting to see them, their, their, their swings of mood come in after a weekend of traveling. Sometimes it'd be really good, like we crushed everybody. And then there's sometimes when they came in and be like, what the heck happened, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it seemed like, I don't know, give me your, your perspective on um, how, how the, did the season kind of just go like that? Was there a bunch of ups and downs and you just had to pick them back up or like? Uh, yeah, so, you know, I, my opinion is, you know, for us to play our best lacrosse, we have to go a lot of other places to find teams that are a lot better than us yeah. um, and really challenge ourselves. And that keeps our level of play a lot higher throughout the season. Mm-hmm. So basically every two or three weeks we would go on a trip. So we went to Memphis, we went to St. Louis, we went to Milwaukee um, and we played teams there that were as good or not, if not better than we were. Uh, and so sometimes they would go and, you know, we would kind of get our butts kicked and they would come back and, uh, head hanging low, yeah, head hanging low a little bit, a little yeah. embarrassed. Uh, and, you know, I think sometimes they were kind of dwelling on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes Did you ever use those opportunities as like teaching points to be like, Hey, like 
okay, let's redirect this focus. Hey, how much harder do we need to work? Or like, are there different things that you did as a coach to kind of build them back yeah, up? Yeah, I think like, uh, you know, I mean, just from a conditioning standpoint, I mean, we went to Memphis and, you know, it was our first time playing in hot weather down there. And, you know, both games we were winning uh, in the third quarter and we ended up losing uh, both games. And so it's like, well, you know, are we quitting? Are we yeah. out of shape? Do we need to? <laughs> so then we come back from there. I'd be like, hey, hey, John, we, we got to really push these guys because they're kind of they're kind of lagging. Yeah, we need some resolve. Um, and so it was it was a good communication between uh, both sides to kind of be able to to talk about that. And, and I think it helped you know, yeah. at the end of the day. I think and it was a lot of fun. I know there's a few times when they came in and some of the upperclassmen would be like, man, I just feel like halfway through some of these, you know, once we start to lose or something happens, then, you know, the rest of us just the rest of them just kind of quit. And mm-hmm. they just didn't feel like keep on going on. I was like, OK, it's a mental thing then. Yeah. Let's let's just get get after them mentally and, and move on from yeah. there. And, and, and that's one big thing that I think by the end of the year we figured it out. But, um, you know, losing Milton and Cam and. And, uh, you know, we lost some really, I would say, mentally tough seniors that, mm-hmm. you know, everyone, there was never any question that they were leading the team. And yeah. and I think some other guys had to step up and kind of be that person. And, you know, it does take time. It's not always a natural thing to just slide into. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Now, did you say there's anything you do um, differently than any other regular coach or maybe something like, you know, you've obviously played for a really long time and had probably a myriad of different coaches. Did you ever take anything from, you know, a previous coach that you're like, man, I really did not like that. I'm not going to use it. Or, hey, I really, really like this back in the day. I'm going to use it, um, but maybe in a different way or a different light. Yeah, I think, you know, my coaching style is just kind of a touch of everyone that's touched me over the years. And, yeah. you know, I, I think it was interesting when I first started coaching. I mean, I, I really had you really realize that that playing and coaching are two vastly different things. Oh, yeah. Communicating with someone and making them understand it um, and execute it is a lot harder than knowing how to do it yourself. Um, so, you know, and I think, you know, initially I was drawing a lot of things I learned at college and then I realized those weren't necessarily applicable to what we needed to do. So initially a lot of the things I drew were, you know, what I learned in high school from my mm-hmm. coach. Um, and then, you know, this past year I've actually, I just spent hours and hours and hours on YouTube and in like virtual training programs and stuff like that, that have, you know, these coaches that are big D one guys that if they've started creating and the online content now is just incredible. I'm oh sure gosh. with a, you know, working out with lacrosse, with basically anything, um, you can learn just years and years and years worth of knowledge um, just by watching all these videos. And, oh, and I, I feel time. like a 10 <laughs> times better coach this year than I was last year. So yeah. it, it, it's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. If you take the time to actually like go out there and research, you can find whatever you want to find, whether you have to pay for it or it's out there for free. Like you can find a ton of stuff to learn. So if you're going to, so as we move in, like from a coach's perspective and you're talking to a, say, we'll, we'll go over the different groups. Right. So say you're talking to a freshman that has a lot of potential, but hasn't really found his way yet. Like, what are some things that you'd give them like as like little tidbits, like little little secret nuggets where you're like, hey, do this, do this one thing right now. If you focus on this one thing, it'll reap dividends in the future. Uh, honestly, it's, you know, lacrosse is if you look at, you know, Division One lacrosse, for example, there are various amount of athletes, bodies, sizes, you know, athletic abilities. I think the one constant thing is their stick work, uh, throwing and catching and shooting is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and so, and that takes, you know, my coach always used to say, you know, I, 
I don't have to, I don't have time to waste my time for you to work on your left hand in practice. So it's it's basically saying like like I don't have time for your stick to be bad in my practice. Yeah, you, it has to be good by the time you get here. So All those right. young guys, you got to do that on your own. Yeah, you got to go out. You you know watch YouTube, get some lessons, go to camp. You know figure out how to do it right, and then it's really up to you. And that's that's really where you see the the really great players. They're they're working in their own time, and you know the ones who don't quite cut it. You know they're not. They're, yeah, yeah, they're and, not putting and, in the time outside and, and, of the practice. Once you get to college, it's even more so. That, yeah. That. And I'd have, I mean, I'd have to assume you can go practice stick work, uh, left hand, right hand, without getting too incredibly tired every single day. Yeah, that, uh, that giant wall at Shawnee Mission East is a, <laughs> it's a great place. You can sit there for 20 minutes. You could probably get 1,000 reps of both arms in, and, and, you're, and you're done. And, yeah. and, and you do that every day. After a month, you'll, I mean, it's just like lifting weights. It's, <laughs> yeah, you repetition. Know, you know? Repetition is key. and repetition. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a big tip for, like, so, like, uh, freshmen. Like, hey, go practice stick work. If you can be really good at stick work, a lot of other things will fall in yeah, place. Because at the end of the day, if, if you can't pass and catch. Uh, you're not worth it to you. You're not, you're not playing varsity. You're not starting varsity, at least. Yeah. All right, cool. That's actually, uh, that's a really good takeaway. Like, hey, go just practice passing and catching. Get really good at that. Right. So now you got a, um, say you got a, maybe this is even the same thing. Say you're, like, a JV kid trying to move up to varsity. What would you give them? Like. Like, hey, they've been practicing stick, stick work. They got some semi-good stick work. Um, what, what would you give them? Yeah, we'll, we'll go to the opposite end. Uh, you know, when JV guys are moving up, their their stick work might be incredible, but they might be lacking on the athletic side because I think it's always a big jump from JV to varsity. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes these smaller guys kind of they get pushed around, and and it's like, well, now you got to put the other part of it in. You you got to go get bigger, and you got to get stronger, and you got to get faster. And um, you know, the more you wait around and not do anything i mean the more time you're wasting yeah so what are some things like what are some athleticism things that you look for specifically like are you looking like i know different positions probably need different things like a little bit more of an aerobic base to just keep on going the entire time or some people need a little bit more acceleration a little bit quickness drills like what would you say yeah i'd say you know everyone needs footwork uh across the board uh ladders jump rope just basically um you know, your mind being able to tell your feet what to do is is important. Yeah. Um, and I would just say it's it's kind of a even football players who are these like big tough guys come in and they're getting whacked with a stick and it's like oh uh, well that that's really uncomfortable like why <laughs> why, why are we allowed to do this and it's like so it's like getting comfortable being uncomfortable and getting physical uh, and it's almost more important for the little guys to be physical because it's it's like being a smaller boxer like you got to throw the that first punch otherwise you know you, you're on your heels the whole time yeah um, so that's that's kind of the hardest thing I would say getting into varsity is you know even if you're a smaller guy you know being comfortable you know running into a bigger guy putting your shoulder into him and kind of kind of being comfortable doing that being comfortable you know getting your hand or your arm slashed with a pole and not not losing the ball and and that's something that you got to go out there and do and not be scared of and get practice doing it and it's not necessarily something you can do on your own so um i think that's that's kind of the hardest thing because it's not only do you have to do stuff on your own but you got to put yourself out there doing something with other people that you're uncomfortable doing yeah so maybe two kids that are like wanting to like move up say hey let's go do x you know like i don't know what's a drill that you'd recommend say you're just outside you're like something 
something you can practice? What's something that you recommend to a kid who's like, hey, you and two kids, go do this for 30 minutes and you'll get better? Yeah, it's, it's honestly just getting, if you can find a goalie, that's really awesome. And then just doing one-on-ones. I mean, just kind of going at it, switching off offense and defense. Uh, you know, if you have a defenseman and an offensive guy, just go out there and, and work it. Um, you know, it's kind of, I, I compare it to basketball. It's like, you know, if you were trying to play bas- college basketball, you wouldn't go out and, and just shoot baskets all day. You would find people to play with and you would yeah. go play and like unstructured lacrosse or uh, unstructured yeah. sports. I mean, just go find two little mini goals, get some tennis balls, you know, have some people play goalies. It's not going to hurt that bad. And, yeah. and just start playing. It's, yeah. it's, it's fun. And that's, that's there how any you get fun, better. Are there any fun one out? Well, so like, you know how, like in basketball, you brought up basketball. So like you got 21. So it's not like actual basketball because you can, you know, knock people out, get them mm-hmm. back down to zero. Yeah. Are there any fun games that yeah you know, people like kids can play? Um, like, yeah, I mean, I'm, anything I'm, creative? I'm, I'm sure there are. Uh, you know, in my just experience, like just play one on one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you can play. You can play like horse or pig or, right, or, yeah, yeah. or that kind of thing with uh, shooting. You can you can put targets up in the goal, and you know, you say, "Oh, I'm going to hit top right from here," and or I'm going to hit, you know, top left behind my back from here and then the next guy's got it so that, that's one way you can work on it All right, that's uh, cool. but we just played so much pickup um, growing up we would just get off the bus we would go have you know two on two three on three even four on four and set up a couple goals and just kind of play and I, I, th- I think that's you know this whole like like this sandlot um you know, mentality of kids. I, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing I see going away. Um, you know, kids are going out and playing, going, going to their TVs instead of going outside and playing basketball or baseball. I, I didn't play baseball. I didn't play football, but I would, it doesn't mean I didn't go out and play something. Yeah. You play, I mean, it didn't matter. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I was not inside. Like it was just like, okay, you're going to go outside and you're going to play stuff. You're not going to play it on a, on a, you know, on a screen, but all right, cool. So we got that. Now I say moving from like, like going from a senior that's looking to trying to play in college, what, um, and you did that, you went from high school to college, right? What are some things that you're saying, hey, these these guys are looking for this, here's what you need to be really good at. Like um, you need to refine this in order to X. Yeah, and that's, that's something, because the lacrosse recruiting timeline is, it's pretty early. It's not like you finish your senior year and you're getting letters and then you decide. It's like, it's like you're, you're kind of, you got to go. I think it's really important your freshman summer and your sophomore summer to like, you're really focused on development. Right. Um, some kids only go to these recruiting tournaments. And the problem is if you're not developed, these coaches see right through you. Um, and then really your junior summer, uh, you're kind of really going out there trying to get in front of as many coaches as possible. Because at the end of the day, the, the, the quality of lacrosse in Kansas City is not, you know, it's really not close to that that's in those hotbed areas like mm-hmm. Baltimore and Long Island. So, yeah. so like those guys are already developed at like a much higher level than we are. And so you really got to kind of focus on doing the most you can here first and then going out and getting those looks in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So it really all comes back to, from what I'm hearing is like, it all comes back to like pra- practicing like core fundamentals really, really young and then continuing practicing core fundamentals all the way through. Yeah. yeah. 
and, and just building and that's the difference it. between you know you think you do it well but then all of a sudden you see guys in college and they just do it even better and faster and cleaner and more polished and and you know when guys are going to college um and i went to a small division three school who was still really really good at lacrosse and you know i it's it's interesting in lacrosse because you know division three is it's very very competitive um you know i would say the top 10 division three teams are probably more competitive than the bottom 10 division one teams and i think here division three is a little bit of a foreign concept i think mm-hmm. everyone's so obsessed with going d1 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 um but if you want to play in college and you're from here you kind of you got to be open to to looking at some of these schools and, and out east division three is a huge it's a huge deal i mean they're really highly intensive academic institutions and there's you know kids in new england from all those prep schools line up the door to get into them um so you know i think so many people are like well yeah i want to play at penn state it's like i'm sure you year runs around i'm sure you do but so did i and, yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding yeah you better be practicing if you want to be doing that yeah. and getting good grades all at the same time now you said you've been uh doing a lot of like did a lot ton of research this year what has been what has been one of the big um like one of the biggest things or that's you know things that you studied that you did research on and you did a takeaway and you're like this is really good i'm going to use this you know indefinitely or is there any big ones that you're like like that were mind-blowing or um uh there were a couple things i really started looking at more like technique uh and you know looking at how i played and like how i could have done things differently as a player because i think you're always drawing from what you did as a player and i was kind of re-examining myself as you know what's something that I could have done better that I can teach these guys. And I, and, and the interesting development, uh, now is, you know, in Canada, they, they play a lot of lacrosse, but they play box lacrosse, which is indoors. So mm-hmm. it's on like a hockey, it's in a hockey rink with boards and they play with little goals and, ah. uh, hockey goalies and it's five on five and it's, um, a lot tighter quarters. And, you know, the, the result is these guys stick work gets 10 times better because yeah. there are more reps and you're in tighter spaces and quicker reactions. Mm-hmm. And so we've kind of, I've started kind of learning that trying to add it to, you know, doing a lot of our stuff in smaller spaces. Uh, cause I think it's just an incredible development tool because kids are relying less on their athleticism, more on their lacrosse skills. Yeah. And that's so Charlie, what's that called? Uh, in soccer where they play with the small ball. Is it futsal? Yeah. Futsal. Yeah. Same, so, same, concept. same concept as futsal. So you're just getting, you're building repetitions, mm-hmm. like building like a copious amount of repetitions. And the more time, like, um, Debbie, my wife, she always says this like ball contact like how much ball content can you get like yeah, if yeah. And, you, and you look at soccer let's so like they'll warm up and i played soccer all through high school and like we would play keep away all the time and you're like god why do we do this like there's no goals there's no anything but they i mean they do it for a reason it's because you get so many repetitions going forwards backwards sideways everything yeah and you learn how to keep the ball and you know we started doing keep away before practice every single day and, and you know our guys just got they just got slicker and we would put in rules like we well, have to throw it backhand or behind the back or after you pass it you have to cut you guys yeah. at picks and it just kind of instilled these uh you know stuff that i think kids out east just learn doing all growing up but here it's not natural to them because they haven't necessarily been coached to do it and so it's it's kind of teaching this iq of of acting on your own um which is is hard but i think we're we're starting to find ways to get there yeah now where do you so uh and we'll move kind of into the like into the future like what do you like what do you do you have any big goals for the future like say next five years or anything like that like you're like hey you know i'm coaching here right now and i'm 
I'm, I love I love this group of kids. I have these hopes and expectations for all these kids that are coming up behind them. Or I know you said uh, right before we started here, you're like I'm like like all lacrosse right now. So you yeah, did so you I, do a job before and then lacrosse or yeah? What? So I was at uh, Cerner for a couple years when I first moved here, and that's kind of how I ended up in Kansas City from As DC. Does everyone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then I was at Morgan Stanley for a couple years, uh, and I kind of you know I just you know. I didn't really like being by the desk and the constant I had the whole time was lacrosse and I kind of built a name for myself as a coach and um, I kind of just, you know, last fall started going all in. I started saving all this video content and learning all these technical skills and making these, you know, 10-week development programs and now I'm I'm basically, I own part of a travel club, uh, Blue Line Lacrosse Club, that's kind of a development-based uh, club here in Kansas City. I do a lot of private training for small groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which is uh, I love and I've you know I think it's great for the kids because you know you can get five committed kids from one grade in a group and you can get a lot done in, in a summer uh, and then kind of east on top of that and with east uh, it's a little bit far-fetched I think but you know my goal is let's be the best public school in the Midwest and that's yeah. just you know it's every year we just take a little bit more and more and you know that last last summer it was 2020 and and that was an awesome step for us and we're really happy with it yeah all right good i'm glad i'm glad that yeah it was fun watching those kids come through and progress and like move better and like be able to move more and be able to like just be you know stronger and faster and more enduring yeah yeah and i I think you know i think you saw that on the field this year it just seems like there was uh just a kind of a little bit more of a athletic difference between us and other teams and you know i I like to credit that to 2020. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah that, we, we appreciate that for sure. And it's like I said, it's been a lot of fun having those in, uh, everybody in and get to mess with their minds a little bit and yeah. play the mental game yeah. too. And that's kind of the, the downside of having a club is, you know, I, I don't work at the school, so I, I can't get a key to the weight room or anything yeah. like that. So there was always a big discrepancy between basically the football players or, you know, basically guys who played football, basketball, soccer compared to the guys that just play lacrosse and the guys that played other sports were a lot more athletic. So I was like, <laughs> all right, we need to figure out a way. Something. Yeah. So now where can, where can people find you? So where, say parents or, uh, or, you know, kids who are looking for some extra one-on-one coaching, some extra, what, you know, whatever it may be, where can, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on the Blue Lion Lacrosse website. Uh, it's uh, bluelionslax.com. You can find my contact on the uh, Lancer Lacrosse website, um, which is lancerlacrosse.org. And I'm actually about to come out with my own website, which oh, right we're on. almost done. I'm just singing calendars and stuff, right uh, which I'm calling Five Corner Sports. So uh, Five Corner Sports, we do, you can sign up for group training, individual training. Uh, I film all the training and oh, nice. we go over that kind of on online conferencing if, if you want. Uh, I can go over games, previous games with you. Um, but really, I think that's kind of from watching all this YouTube and stuff. It's like utilizing video to get better is is just so valuable. And I, I don't think a, a ton of coaches and kids are, are utilizing it as much as they could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So being able to, because you can, you can stop video. Right. You can't stop gameplay. Well, yeah, I can, I can you know, there'll be times where I'll be telling someone to do something like over the course of an hour and they won't do it right once. Mm-hmm. And it's, if I can get online with you and say, hey, you know, here's someone doing it right. This is you. 
and they'll be like, oh, I, I got it. I, got I understand it. that now. Right <laughs> yeah. on. Cool. So uh, f- would you said five corners? Yeah, five corner sports. Five corner sports.com. Yeah. Eventually that should uh, be up hopefully within uh, next week. Next week. Right on. Yeah. And then any, you know, Shiny Machines, Lancers, um, Lacrosse page, find you there. And um, Blue Lions. Yeah, bluelionslax.com. Bluelionslax.com. Good deal. Cool. Well, it's been enjoyable, like, getting to hear a lot more about this. And I look forward to, like, we look forward to, you know, hanging out with these kids over the summer and then seeing what we can what we can produce, you know, in the in the future generations. So yeah, yeah. thank you. Appreciate it. We're really it. excited. So yeah. thanks for having us on. Absolutely. <laughs>